What is up, everybody to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to a couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that travel lifestyle. We're your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. Join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide to follow along with everything we've got going on at to the nations worldwide in this travel couple podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at to the nations worldwide and look for that uh, podcast episode post and see how you can win a world map t-shirt that we're going to be giving away on each post. If you haven't already, give us a, a subscribe so that you get a notification every time we drop a new episode every Wednesday. And also leave us a review and a rating. We'd love it if you did that for us. In today's episode, we are joined by Ashley and Ryan of Twice the Baggage, American couple travelers who work full-time 9-to-5 jobs while striving to live a travel lifestyle together. They talk with us about their adventures together, tips on how to save money and to make more time to travel, and how they have worked to build Twice the Baggage. So without further ado, here's our interview with Ashley and Ryan. Today we are joined by Ashley and Ryan, two travelers who think of themselves as glamorous backpackers try to see as much as possible while not breaking the bank. You can follow their journeys online at www.twicethebaggage.com. Sorry for that little uh, intro there, (laughs) Ashley and Ryan, but welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Why don't we just get started here and get to know a little bit about the two of you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do? So Ashley here. Um, I We both are full-time workers, nine to five. Um, so just a quick background about us together as a couple is that we really started traveling about two years ago. Six months ago in June, we started Twice the Baggage, mostly because we had so many family and um, friends asking us tips about where we had been. So we figured why not put it all together and create a company out of it. Um, so our models really is to show the world that you can travel on a budget. You can travel when you have a nine to five. Um, it's not scary and really just be that point of contact for questions and inspiration. Um, and then for me personally, I'm a social worker. So that is my nine to five job. And I'm in e-commerce. So I also have a background in digital marketing as well, but currently uh, working in e-commerce. Nice. Awesome. And then, um, sorry, how did the two of you meet? So we met in college um, roughly eight and a half years ago. It's a really small school in southern Minnesota. Um, it was about the first month of school. We went on a date, and we really hung out ever since then. Um, but re- regarding travel, uh, like like she said, um, we kind of – both of our families really uh, love to travel. Hers was more of um, domestic, and my family traveled a little bit more internationally at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so actually – Back to what she was saying in February of 2016, um, when we first started to really think about travel a lot, uh, she just asked me, um, found a flight from MSP to Paris for less than $400 and said, hey, do you just want to go to Paris soon? 
And I said yes. So that's really <laughs> nice. where our travel career kind of took off from there. Yeah, nice. So you two are obviously a little bit inspired um, uh, by your family, and you kind of caught the travel bug. Did you? Were you both hooked on travel from your family, or was one a little bit more into travel than the other and influenced the other? How did that come about? How did you guys start this travel kind of world? I, I don't know if Ryan would agree, but I would say that I was a little more into travel than he was. Um, so when we, I actually studied abroad, um, in the freshman year of college in Paris and had a mission trip in Africa, the, my senior year of school. So I really already had that travel bug, but was nervous. Like most people aren't scared of that big experience. So I was excited when Ryan was willing to take that step. And our first trip was actually, we didn't just go to Paris. We did France, Switzerland, Belgium, and Iceland. So we kind of just went all out. Um, but it, it worked. And, and for me, it's um, it was more of the, like what Ashley said, I am not as big of like actual flight person. Like <laughs> I don't like airports. Or, and I love them. Or planes. Yeah. I love the actual like experience being in a different culture, trying different foods um, and, you know, just actually just taking in the world. Um, so for me, I, to answer, to answer my side, it really is. She's definitely more interested in the travel side from the beginning. And then she kind of got me hooked on it. Nice. Very nice. And then I, I just want to jump into talking about travel with the two of you. But before we get into that, I have a simple two-word question that I ask every couple on our show. But for so many couples, it has such a complex response. And that is, why travel? For me, um, I can only speak for myself, but I really just love the culture. Um, being a social worker, I'm a people person. I love to get to know people, their background, their language, the food they eat, the things they do, why they do it that way. Um, and I think it just really makes us more well-rounded people when we're open to other people's history and cultures and getting to know one another and making those connections all over the world. is just amazing to me. And for me, it's, it really is a simple answer. It's the experience and just the actual culture of like what Ashley said. Um, and the memories. So it's it's coming back and we'll get to it into it later. But it's just the memories of, you know, a year or two later, you say, hey, remember when we were in Poland or or Iceland doing something? And and then it just brings back great memories. I do like that because we we really try to tell people um, when they ask how we afford it is that travel is it's our passion. It's our hobby. It's what we love. Um, so we would rather spend the money on getting that experience of that trip rather than the new knickknack of the season i guess mm -hmm. yeah i couldn't agree anymore with that and what you said before experiencing another culture and also those memories that you get to share with each other which i think is just is so amazing to be able to do that with your significant other and yeah. just um yeah it's, it's it's amazing so let's get into where the two of you were last where are you right now and then where are you going to travel to next so our last trip, um, like I said, we try to do three to four countries in a trip. Um, since we do have nine to fives, we really maximize the time that we have. And so our last trip, we went to Prague, Budapest, Warsaw, and Krakow. Um, and right now we are in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Woo, back home, working our full-time jobs, which we also love. Um, and then we actually have two big trips planned. So at the end of February, we're going to head to Amsterdam, Lisbon, and Barcelona, um, and then in May, we'll do Ireland, Finland, Sweden, and Norway. So we plan to, we often plan ahead. Um, so we have two big ones coming up here. And the deal seekers we are, I'm trying to get her to plan <laughs> a uh, long weekend in April as well to uh, Riga, Latvia. 
Ooh, it just never nice. ends. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's just the thing with travel. It it really does never end. The list just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um how about how about Minneapolis and um in like domestic travel? Um do you guys ever uh, like travel your own uh state and city often? We do, not as much I think as we should. Um, recently, I actually, it's not Minnesota, but domestically, I just got back from New York. So I went there over Thanksgiving with family for the Macy's Day Parade. Um, so that was an experience in itself. Um, but we definitely are trying to make ourselves explore our own, I guess, state, country um, more because there is so much to offer here in the U.S. In the Midwest, we really love our home. Um, but I don't think we take advantage of it as much as we should. Yeah. Yeah, and just to build on that, the, um, we're fortunate enough, we have a close-knit family on my side, so um, whenever we do travel domestically, it's mostly with my family, um, and then Miss TTB actually makes the trip along with us. <laughs> um, so we were most recently in Hawaii with them uh, for a week or a week and a half. Um, beautiful place. If you've never been, highly suggest it. But yeah, yeah so we're really trying to... Um, you know, get into the swing of domestic travel, but then again, just paid time off. Just that's a big, a big, uh, pushback. <laughs> mm-hmm. where, where did the two of you go in Hawaii? So we stayed on the island of Oahu and we really just camped out there. It was a nice, for us, we were beach bums. We normally aren't like that. Um, mm-hmm. since we're so go, go, go on our, um, bigger trips, I think it was kind of a time where we had, a hotel right on the ocean and we just lounged everyone else went hiking and we're like no we're just gonna stay on the beach and relax so we really didn't make it a travel blog trip for ourselves but it was a much needed break that i think anybody who wants to do travel blog really needs to understand you have to give yourself a break otherwise you're gonna burn yourself out yeah and especially if you're doing that nine to five yeah (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah exactly and especially i mean um when you don't have a lot of time to travel and when you do travel, you get that chance, you kind of want to go, go, go and see as yep. much as you can. Right. And then yeah, exactly. every once in a while, you need that trip that you're just going to relax at the beach. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Um, let's get into your experiences while traveling. What has been your most rewarding travel experience together? So this might sound kind of cheesy, um, but it's actually just our first trip together. So um, back again in February of 2016, or no, sorry, 17? Not yeah. 16. No, 16, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, yeah, dating myself. Uh, 2016, um, it was actually the week after I proposed to her. So we're actually getting married this September. It's been while we were traveling Ooh. instead. But, yes. um, but so it was the week after I proposed to her, and we... That was that um, Paris and Iceland, Switzerland and Belgium trip. Um, and it was just the fact that it was rewarding to us that we booked this two week, I think it was 16 or 18 total day trip. Big one. Um, you know, to four completely separate countries on our own, um, mapped it out, organized it and actually did it mm-hmm. and said, got back and said, Hey, that actually wasn't that bad. I actually remember the last night we were in Iceland, you know, using Iceland Air and their um, great stopover deals. Uh, I was on my laptop searching for our next trip already. So, um, so <laughs> yeah. again, it, it, you know, it's not it's not as, you know, like we volunteered anywhere or something like that. But it was more of why, again, we started Twice the Baggage into um, inspire other couples and just families to say, like, you guys can do this. And the first one's scary, but after that, it's it's a breeze. Definitely. And that, that 
uh, you know, the first one for two of you is four countries in two <laughs> weeks. I mean, hats off to the two of you. That must have Thank been. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So uh, how about on that trip? What was, um, like, what really was a difficult experience on that trip? Because, I mean, four countries in two weeks, it's go, go, go. Did you guys have any difficult experiences there? So um, that was the first time we ever used a European train, the train system, which um, the people, the, our followers that read our blog um, now know that we absolutely love the system. It's something that's missing in the U.S. is just a simple domestic you can get from here to there on a train for 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, but being our first time ever, it was very stressful. So we went from Brussels to Paris only like an hour and 45 minute train ride, but we didn't know that you had to buy the tickets in advance. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So we actually got to the train station, you know, like it was like the night before just to kind of scope it out. Yeah. And, you know, they, they weren't really sure what we were asking <laughs> um, because they were expecting us to pay in advance. And uh, so that was pretty nerve wracking because we didn't know, you know, actually how, how far in advance we had to get there the next morning, you know, being in Europe, they don't have much security at the train stop. So just getting through that whole experience was yeah. pretty nerve wracking at first. I remember asking Ryan, like, do we go through security? Where do our bags go? Like, I'm used to an airplane where you check it and it goes in the carriage and it's, it's like, nope, just carry it on with you. Hop on right when it's about to go. Mm -hmm. So nice, nice. And how about, um, Turning this into another direction, how about your most awkward, embarrassing, or hilarious travel experience together? All right, I'm going to take this one. And Ryan picked <laughs> this story because we we knew you'd ask this, and we I absolutely love the story. It's It just has to do with when you get tired or stressed, and you're just out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so we actually were in Poland. So when we on our last trip, we went to Warsaw and Krakow, and we ended up taking a train because we love them. Um, between the two. But when we were in Warsaw, was it Warsaw? I'm going to say Warsaw. Yeah, it was Warsaw. Um, we were exhausted, tired, stressed out because not everything's picture perfect while you're traveling. Mm -hmm. um, and I was starving like I usually am. And there was nowhere around us really open at that time except for a hotel or a mall across the street from our hotel, which is not traditional, not local. But we were hungry. So we're like, screw it. We're going to do it. Um, so we wandered the mall, found the food court. And after we ate, I, I look over and Ryan's filling up his soda, like refilling it. And all of a sudden, I'm I'm giving him this weird look because I notice he is essentially washing his hands in the soda dispenser, like with water. <laughs> but I just like I immediately grabbed my phone and just started videotaping. He looks at me like, "What's wrong? Like, what, am I doing something weird?" And finally, like it semi clicked, so he like just fumbles with his phone and like runs over to me. I'm like, "Do you do you realize what you just said?" He's like, "Well, I mean." My hands were sticky, but and he just tell he was like kind of out of it. I'm like, you got some weird looks, and I think it's time to go to bed now. But yeah. and she was, she has showed um, that to all of our family and friends, and I'm honestly surprised that it's not on any of our social properties. Oh, yet. it's my favorite video. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Now, on the other hand of things, travel brings about some some bad experiences, some things. Maybe we want to forget or we look back at it and it becomes a funny experience. But do you two have a, a worst travel experience, something that was really bad? So, um, and we actually learned from this later on, but um, <laughs> we arrived in um, Athens and it was a late flight. So it was one of our, I think, one of our last trips. Yeah. Um, and 
just being a completely foreign language, the, you know, the dialect is tough to pick up. Um, the lettering, the words ev- are hard to pronounce. Ev- everything. No. Um, if, if anyone has ever been listening out there, um, and with it being night, I think it was like 11, 1130 at night. We had, had time to, to we, had, we had to pick up a bus and they didn't really know what we were asking because we wanted to buy a ticket, but they didn't really understand what that meant. And he, the, the attendant just kept pointing, um, and so we finally, you know, after a few minutes, we finally got it all sorted out. Not really sure what the heck we had just bought. In, or which or bought, direction we're going. <laughs> or which direction. Um, we get on the bus, finally, um, after the, I think the driver spoke a tiny bit of English. Tiny, barely. Um, barely. And uh, we got on the bus, and, you know, most city metros will have, like, a screen showing all the stops. And usually when you're abroad, it will be in the local language and then English. Mm-hmm. This had absolutely zero English. Um, so, again, very hard language, long words. Um, again, um, the alphabet is tough. Um, so we had no idea what was going on. Um, and it was just being dark. But luckily, um, we had Google Maps with us, <laughs> um, which is always helpful nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to follow along there. Um, and, and it was, um, more of, it, it didn't, never got like scary, but it was just more of a culture shock yeah. to us. I'd say it wasn't like, we've never had like a bad experience, more of just like a, oh crap, what did we get ourselves into like that? Right. I, I actually just, I just remembered we ended up losing our baggage in Copenhagen once, yeah, that happened, but it wasn't though. a terrible experience. The only reason why it was, um, somewhat stressful is the way we travel again. <laughs> Um, we kind of hopped from city yep. to city to country, country to country. country. So we were only in Copenhagen like two and a half or three days. Um, and so uh, the airline at the time, you know, we, we said we're at this hostel and, you know, we need to get them back soon because we're leaving soon. <laughs> and so I think it was literally the morning of or the night before heading to our next destination, they dropped it off in a taxi. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. But it's really, I think for us, it's more of those like stressful moments of, the unknown and not knowing what's going to happen next. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that bus ride into the city center of Greece, someone out there listening will know the exact time, but I want to say it was like 40 minutes of just looking at Google Maps and like, does this match the screen? Like, I can't read it, but I don't want to look like a tourist. And I had a, I have a, I don't anymore, thank goodness, but a bright yellow, really big suitcase that's just, it sticks out like a sore thumb. So we, <laughs> it was very clear that we were lost tourists and, yeah, it's just more uncomfortable, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and the travel brings out those uncomfortable experiences, yep. and then you get to know, you know, what you can do as a couple together, what you can, what you two can accomplish. And that's why I ask all these different experiences questions, so I get to know a little bit more of what the two of you have been through during your travels to lead into this next uh, topic, where we talk about your relationship. And starting this off, how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship together? Um, I would say we've actually learned more and more about each other. And I know Ashley started at the beginning by saying we've known each other for eight and a half years. So (laughs) you would say, how is that possible? But just in general, like it's, it's a different setting, right? So you're unfamiliar with the area. She's unfamiliar with the area, whoever you're traveling with is. And so you're, you're in your, uh, not in your comfort zone. So, you know, you're not at home. And so you really learn of how people are going to react to things. So specifically Miss TTB Ashley, um, how she's going to react to certain things. You know, if, if we miss a turn or, you know, again, (laughs) when we are in, when we are in Athens, going back to the last discussion, um, 
just we both kind of got stressed out but it's it's kind of then stepping back and saying you know it's okay we'll we'll eventually make it there since we have google maps and you know we'll get there it's just a matter of time um so yeah for me it's really we love spending time together but traveling specifically has really helped us learn more about each other yeah, outside agree. of our comfort zone mm-hmm. for sure yeah i couldn't agree anymore with that just you know, getting those experiences down and getting to know how one another um, handle each different aspect of, of certain things that go wrong really helps you, I think, with your communication the most, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So um, when planning a trip, who's going to take care of what? Uh, do you guys have assigned roles? Who takes care of booking certain things? Who takes care of the itinerary? Who's going to do what there? So from the start, um, it's really Ryan who finds the flights. As he's already said, he'll usually find us a flight for our next trip before we're done with the current. So that just stresses <laughs> me out. Like we, let's finish one before we plan the next. But usually we have another one booked by the end of um, a trip. So really, he finds the flights and the hotels. Um, it just kind of worked out that way on our first trip. He did a lot of research, did roll at it. So I'm like, uh, go for it. I'm not going to take that from you. Um, and then I do a lot more of the in-depth research of all the little things we want to do. So reading other people's blogs and trip advisors or any kind of forums to see where we want to go, what we want to see, where the hidden gems are, um, and the lesser known places. So it's, it really kind of has worked out like that. And we continue to do that today. Mm -hmm. Nice. And, um, you two have obviously traveled to a few different places together, what would you recommend um, another couple listening out there that has similar interests to you? What destination would you recommend to them? Um, I would say um, if they want to go to somewhere more romantic and just beautiful in general, um, Santorini, Greece. Um, so it's known as kind of like the honeymoon capital of the world. Um, I think, I don't, don't quote me on these numbers, but I think the population there is like 15 or 20,000, mm-hmm. but they get like 5 million tourists a year. Oh, wow. But if you're sneaky, you can kind of get away from the tourists and they just, it's beautiful. So it's, there's a lot, there's a huge cliff or caldera on the, on the one side. Um, and the water's just out absolutely beautiful. An array of beaches. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it, it's paradise. Yeah. It's really it's, really is paradise even if there are that many tourists there um yeah so santorini without a doubt but then if you want to chill because i mean we love each other and we can be romantic but i think for us we like more of the fun atmosphere um so we absolutely fell in love with prague when we were there last it's so inexpensive your beer is cheaper than your water um you can go lounge in a park in the sun sit in the old town square and watch the street performers um there's just so much relaxation and nightlife that a young couple if you really want to explore and get to know other people there's so many people from different cultures there you will expand your horizons and just meet lasting people forever yeah prague prague was a destination where we actually like you said relaxed more um because it was it's more of a relaxing vibe and just everyone there is just great um i mean not to say that there isn't like beautiful buildings and stuff and and a lot of things to see but I think it's just... It, it's, it's their me- culture. Yeah, it's it their really culture, is. and I think it's meant for, like, the younger um, traveler and even couples alike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely up there on my list for sure. Prague just looks incredibly beautiful. And to know that the beer is cheaper than the water, it's always <laughs> an right added... There. Yeah, <laughs> always an added <laughs> positive. Yeah. 
So do you two have any other advice you want to give a couple out there that wants to make, you know, wants to get out there and travel more? Do you have any advice for that couple? Um, so I would say if it's a new couple who doesn't travel often, I would tell you to book the flight. So if you're listening and you're contemplating if you should go on that trip, just do it. Um, you're not going to regret it. You're going to figure it out. It's not as scary. Reach out to us and we'll help you um, because it really is a lasting memory that you won't regret um, unless you have a horrible experience. But the chance of that happening are slim to none. Um, there's always a silver lining. And then for the people who maybe you travel a lot and you're kind of on the fence of, I want to be a travel blogger, but could I really do it? There's so many people. I'm just, I'm just little me. I mean, so are we. So we would say, think about it. If you have some time to commit and you are really that passionate about it, it's going to work out. It's going to come through. And if anything, you're just making lasting content for yourself. Um, that's what I always said is if the whole travel blog thing didn't work out, I mean, we have all of this research and data and stories that we actually have somewhere besides our pictures now. So we've written our blog posts and we can read them for years to come um, and remember all those times that we had. So if you're unsure about travel, just do it. If you're unsure about a blog or an Instagram platform or whatever it is, um, just go for it because really no one knows what they're doing. We're all really figuring it out as we go and um, there's no time like the present, I guess. Definitely. And that's a perfect segue into our final uh, discussion topic, which I want to talk to you too about Twice the Baggage. Starting with, where did the name come from? Do you want me to tell? Okay, he's pointing at me. Um, so we actually will give a little shout out to Twice the Health. Uh, is actually, a, a, I can't take credit for the name. It is a couple, two girls that are friends from London that have a platform called Twice the Health. And it's fitness and they match alike. But I've always liked the name, and it kind of stuck with me. So I think, um, I don't know when we thought of baggage, but Ryan and I were like, I mean, you like to travel. I like to travel twice the baggage. So we did reach out to them actually on Instagram um, just to kind of run it by them. I know obviously we didn't have to, but it's kind of just a courtesy thing because it's very obviously similar to theirs. Mm -hmm. And they're the sweetest people, so they obviously said yes. Um, but it was just the concept of bringing both of us together to do the travel together, be a couple. Um and make it work and it's going well so far <laughs> mm -hmm. now uh with one of you being a social worker and the other being a uh in e-commerce like you said ryan uh doing digital marketing i think you said uh yes yeah so who whose idea was this to start this blog who who wanted to get the writing out there and uh get their photography out there and everything so the whole idea of the blog um, and just the company in general was actually Ashley's idea. Mm -hmm. um, and I was kind of, I, I wouldn't say voluntold, but I was more of like, I <laughs> want to do it, but I've taken care of like all of the back end and the blog work, the actual like website design and everything. Yeah. Because like, like Ashley said, she's more of like the actual writer and content and the people person. And I'm more of like the nerdy, like <laughs> co coding, like type of person, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a good Really so, so um, it was her idea, and then, um, uh, like she said, we kind of just split up the work from there. Nice. Yeah, and that leads me into my next point where with a blog comes so much work, and I don't think a lot of people really know this um, yeah. just from, you know, just scanning through a website. It really does take a lot of work to, to write everything and to manage a uh, an Instagram channel, a Facebook uh, you know, newsletters, whatever you got going on. 
Um, and you guys have a unique situation where you're traveling and you maybe want to document during that time. Then you come back home and you're right back into your nine to five job. Where do you guys find time to do all this? <laughs> you know, that's a very good question. If you could tell us where we find it. <laughs> um, so number one, we don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, we and do. number, and number two, quite honestly, like we literally will get home and we will go to a coffee shop. So I say on average, we average, we probably spend, 10 to 20 hours a week between like Instagram, Facebook content, and then just blog upkeep partnerships. Um, and so, like you said, it's, it's a lot more work and, and you know, I would, I would urge those thinking about a blog to think about that. Um, you know, there is no time like the present, but you really have to think (laughs) if you are willing to, you know, part with other things in your life. Um, because this will take precedent. Like, if you truly want to make said blog, uh, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. This is where he's voluntold. Because I'm like, go for it. You'll figure it out. It's all good. Um, but it, it does take time. But really what it comes... I guess what it comes down to me playing devil's advocate is that if if you're like us and you're truly passionate about travel, you love talking about it. Um, if anyone brings up travel to us, we I, at least for me, I end up talking to them for like 30 minutes to an hour because I just can't stop. It doesn't feel like work, um, unless you're making someone like me do code or trying to figure out the website, then mm-hmm. I just go to Ryan. But <laughs> it, it really is a fun thing to do after work, but it, yeah, it definitely takes a lot of time. Definitely, definitely. And um, so who takes the photos? Who ta- who writes the, the articles? Um, how do you break up all these different tasks? And like, you know, social media management, all this. Yeah, so it, it kind of <laughs> just came... Um, fluidly to us, I think. Um, Ryan has background in working with Facebook, so he really just took that on and has very much excelled with it. Um, I'm trying to figure out Instagram. <laughs> it is the harder platform than people think. Um, and then from there, our, our photography, our video, our blog writing, anything that we do like that, um, our content creation is really together. Um, when we're on trips, we pass on and off who's going to take pictures, who's going to take a video of what, and then throughout the week, just based on kind of what's going on in our lives and our jobs, who has time really to write the blog posts. Um, so we, we've kind of started to try and make more of a routine of what's our expectation for this week. I think that's something that's really important to kind of get into. Uh, we didn't always have that and it. It fell back on like not feeling like we did enough and really we, maybe we did, maybe we didn't. So um, making that schedule of what's your expectation for the week and not burning yourself on it out on it, but also getting that content done because it's truly what's important for your blog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And making the schedule and kind of the good thing about being a, a couple and doing this together is that you can hold yourselves accountable to uh, a certain things that you want to accomplish and, and to work together to, to that goal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to point out, too, is that, um, you know, this being a travel couple podcast, it's when if you are a, a couple listening out there, you're gonna learn a lot about each other then as well being business partners. Um, just how the how you guys are gonna work together, and this is another um, you know way you're going to strengthen your relationship. Yeah. Um, because you're gonna see the other side. You're gonna see like the professional side of that person mm-hmm. and how they actually work. So obviously, unless you work together, you wouldn't know that already. Um, and so. So that's been another positive of actually starting the blog. Yes, it's a lot of work, but we've grown even more and strengthened our relationship off of that. 
Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and um, I want to touch a little bit on this because you two have a full-time job. And with that comes, uh, you know, a, maybe a little bit less time than you'd want to be able to travel. How do you guys take advantage of your vacation days um, or do you to, uh, you know, use them to make a uh, longer weekend that you can take advantage of? Or do you take advantage of long weekends, holidays in the States to travel? How do you take advantage of this time? Yeah, so um, we actually, every Tuesday, we write a TTB Tip Tuesday on our Facebook page uh, video, and that was actually um, the the uh, category about a few months back was just like how to handle um, if you have a 9-to-5 job. So to answer the first part of your question, PTO-wise, um, our coworkers and our friends will know this about us very well. We literally don't take time <laughs> off unless it's for a trip. Mm-hmm. Um so that's number one. Um, number two is we do try to utilize weekends. So I think I don't believe that, you know, like the many, many trips that we've been on in the past two and a half years have ever not taken off on a Friday. Friday night. <laughs> Friday we night. We don't take yeah. off that Friday, yeah. mind you. <laughs> yeah, so all of our flights, it's nice out of MSP. One of our favorite airlines is Iceland Air, and their flights um, out of MSP into Iceland every night are at 7.30 p.m. Central local time here. Mm -hmm. Um, So we literally don't have to take off any Friday. Um, And then to answer your last part of the question, um, just kind of U.S. holidays, uh, yeah, we definitely take advantage of that. Actually, we have a trip scheduled in um, in May, yeah, May, um, over Memorial Day. Um, So that's one less PTO day we have to take. Um, And then as well as um, the... Earlier in the conversation at the beginning when I was saying we're the, trying to... The Easter one Ryan's trying to get yeah, me to take. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, those are really the three things that, you know, again, people ask us all the time, like, how do you do this? It's it, And it's not just monetary. It's, it's how do you actually have time? And we're both fortunate enough to work at companies that you know, have a considerable, considerable amount of PTO. So, that's, that's another thing that we're really fortunate to have. And mm-hmm. I think... Yeah. To build off that, though, leaving on the Friday is obviously important, but also when you arrive back. So if you're contemplating going, let's say, from Friday to Friday, we'd say, why not extend it to Sunday? Like, you could have two more days. Some people might say, because then you have a full week of work, you haven't had any time to recuperate. But for us, that's really what we do. We come back, and we might be exhausted for a day or two. Um but, but that's what espresso is for. That's exactly. <laughs> that, that's what espresso is for. And, and you make it through, and it's all worth it in the end. Very true. Very true. And how about um, money-wise? Do you have any tips out there uh, that helps you you know, set aside that money? Because it can be so tempting to go out and buy that next thing or, uh, or not put it towards travel. Do you have any tips that you want to share about how to, how to save your money for, for your next trip? So you're actually covering a lot of what we have on our site currently. Um, but so we recently wrote about 11 like at-home tips that anyone can do um, to, to save money to flying and all that. Ashley, talk about a few of them. So I, I think we touched on this a little bit, but we like we said, it's, it's really what we love to do. It's our passion, our hobby. Um, so it's what we spend our money on. Um, for me, I love clothes, but I really shop at like there's a thrift store in Minneapolis that I'm not going to disclose because it's an amazing place that people can't go. Um, but it's it's spending your money on things that matter, like the travel. So we don't really buy brand new clothes all the time. Um, 
we right now actually we're carpooling to work because Ryan's car unfortunately got totaled. But we're like, why spend the money on a new car when we could just carpool to work and figure that out? He takes the bus. Um, we love this is just such a small one, but like travel size toiletries. We either we have the reusable ones, obviously. Um, I would t- very much tell anybody do not buy the travel size toiletry from the store. It's like two dollars when a whole bottle's three. Um, so we have the reusable ones or even Bath and Body Works. If you get their coupons, we'll give you free travel size body washes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just all of those little things. Um, like we don't really go like we go out to eat, but when we do, it's less expensive or we don't buy drinks or it's all the little things that you really wouldn't think of um, add up. So really prioritizing travel, um, setting yourself a budget for that. I could go on and on about this because I love the idea of <laughs> making it work because I think that's a huge part for people is that they don't think it's affordable because sometimes it's not. Um, for example, if you're, I guess this is going off track a little bit, but if you're not flexible with your time, so obviously if there's anyone listening and you have kids and you want to go on spring break, we can't really help you find a great life. That kind of is what it is and that's that's hard to deal with, but anyone who's more flexible with their schedule, um, we go on Google Flights and literally put in the location or we put a time here and just determine where we're going to go or when we're going to go there based off of that. So we don't go for the peak season. We'll go um, at Your off time. season or off season. Yeah, so it's really all those little things and then really figuring out how you want to spend your money traveling, what you want to spend it on when you're abroad, um, and I guess prioritizing it. Yep. There's so many tips the, out there. There I really mean, are. It, to mm-hmm. summarize it all, and and this was <laughs> like this was I think it's probably like the first paragraph we wrote in the blog post about this on our site. It really is like when you're when you're uh, shopping or going to a grocery store. It's like, do I really need this, or would I rather spend you know the ten dollars or whatever getting a coffee in Paris? When I will plug, obviously treat yourself. It's not like we never yeah. spend money. Yeah, we yeah. do. Yep. but. But it's really to the extent of not as much as most people probably do. And then the last thing I would point out, um, and again, sorry for going so long on this, but <laughs> no we get, this, this, this is, is our a, biggest question. This is our number one question. Um, the other thing, and, and it ha- you know, everyone has this probably in 2018, but just having a side hustle. Um, so like on the side, I have a digital Such marketing a good, good freelance call. company. Yeah. Um, so with my background in marketing, I, you know, I have some clients on the side, but you know, whether it be Uber or Airbnb or, you know, Amazon, you can work from your couch watching TV. And I think they pay like 20 bucks an hour just doing customer service. Mm -hmm. Like just find something. It's 2018. You can, you can, you can easily find something. Um, and you know, it can take, you can work maybe five or 10 hours a week. And then that right there you know, could be your next flight to to Iceland or Europe. Or, oh, you know. one last thing. I'm sorry. One last thing is this is something we started to do a lot more recently and we utilized it for our trip to Amsterdam. But doing your research on any credit cards that if you have something big in your life coming up. So for us, we're getting married in September. Um, so there's cards out there that obviously if you spend this X amount of dollars, you get X amount of miles. Um, so we were like, I mean, we're we're going to spend it on our wedding anyways. Why not mm-hmm. open a card and get two, three free flights out of it? Um, and I think we're up to now, I think, five or six free flights. Yeah, we have a lot of free flights coming. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's really good advice, guys. I, I really like what you covered there, especially the, cre- <laughs> the credit card one uh, really jumped out at me, too. That's what kind of we've been getting into lately. And, yeah. and I just want to hop into one more tip uh, before we wrap this up, and that is, uh, is there... Uh, do you guys have a, a day in mind 
that you book flights on? Like, what is the best day to to book a flight? So um, Tuesday is the best day. Um, that's when the airlines drop their. I shouldn't say drop it, but there's less demand. Um, so they try to pump up demand or pump up demand by uh, dropping prices. Um, recently in the U.S., um, I don't know if abroad, if people are listening, there was a travel deal Tuesday, um, which is pretty huge. Again, it's kind of like the frequent traveler version of like a Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Um, so deals are up to 40 to 50 percent off regular flight prices. Um, but again, so Tuesday is the most kind of. Uh, or it's the day that you're going to find the cheapest flights. But again, if you use Google Flights or Monmodo, um, you're going to be able to find cheap flights at any time. Like there's always cheap flights out there if you're willing to to search. Or again, you can contact us and we'll help you out. We're more than willing to do that again because we're here to show people that travel in the world isn't scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or expensive. Yeah. And do you have any more advice you want to give a couple out there that wants to start making travel their lifestyle or part of their lifestyle more? I guess I would just tell you to do it. I really would. Um, If it doesn't work out, you come home. You figure it out after that. I think that's really been our motto is if if we really make the dream of moving abroad one day a reality and it doesn't work out, I mean, at least we tried. Are you... Mm -hmm. You're not going to regret trying. You're going to regret in 10, 15 years when you have kids and you don't feel like you can do it anymore. So if now is the time when you can, I would really say just just go for it. I mean, there's, again, no time like the present. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's it's okay either way. Mm-hmm. And, and what can people look forward to at uh, Twice the Baggage? What's the next for Twice the Baggage? So our big thing right now, I think about a month, month and a half ago, Again, so this going and goes back to our whole mission statement of like we just want to educate the world on travel news, deal, gear, everything like that. Um, we have a travel news uh, letter insider. insider that we put out every Sunday morning. So our followers every Sunday morning get if it happened in travel in the past week. the past week. So the the yeah the past week they will know about it, and it's really. I, I realize people get a lot of emails, you know, from work to personal to spam. Um, it's in bite-sized just chunks. So it's the the title, and then it's just two really quick sentences about what it what it was, and then we give our take on it. Um, and again, this this whole newsletter is built to educate those who maybe again are nervous about traveling a lot or don't know how they can afford it or just upcoming great inspiration and, and destinations, um, you know, heading into the new year. So I would urge everyone to go uh, sign up for that. It's completely free. Um, and every Sunday morning you can open it, enjoy a nice cup of coffee and sit back and kind of read it like your local newspaper. Yeah. So it'll have, like he said, the little snippet of, of what it is and what we think of it. And if you want to read more, obviously we link to the full article. Um, and then we really only send out emails on Wednesdays as really our other day. Um, that's more of our tips, our gear, inspiration, actual blog posts on countries. Um, and then I think really what's next for us is trying to grow our brand, trying to show people who we are, that we really are. I, I like to call us just average Joes who, who have nothing super, I, we're special, but we're not that special. I mean, we're just like anyone listening and we tried this out and we're going to see if it works. So reach out to us if you have questions, um, we're really personal. We like going to grab coffee and chatting about travel and helping you find flights, helping you understand how we do certain things. Um, and yeah, eventually, hopefully we will talk to you again and be abroad. That would be amazing. <laughs> mm. 
Very nice. I, I'm. I uh, urge our audience to go join that newsletter. That sounds like such a cool idea. I'm. I'm going to be signing up for that for sure. Uh, checking that out. I'll be looking forward to that. Uh, and there you have it, Ashley and Ryan sharing their stories with you today on the To the Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to our guests. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us on the show. Yes, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. And I'm just going to hand the floor over to you. Uh, where should the people check you out? Where's the best place to reach out to you? So the best place is you can you can head to our website, www.twicethebaggage.com. Um, we also have Instagram at Twice the Baggage. Everything's Twice the Baggage. So Instagram, Facebook, um, we have a Twitter curated off our Instagram. And then we also just have a Gmail. So twicethebaggage at gmail.com. If you have any urging questions, you just want to chat about travel, um, we are always open for questions, comments, and meeting other people that want to do what we're doing. And look forward to our next uh, Travel Insider uh, <laughs> newsletter uh, Sunday morning. Thank you to all of our listeners out there, to the nations worldwide. I cannot express my appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 36. That is for this episode, episode 36 show notes. Learn more about Twice the Baggage and everything that Ashley and Ryan have got going on over there. Leave a comment on the page. Give us your money tips and your travel tips that you didn't hear on today's episode. We'll be sure to get back to you. If you'd be so kind, just give us a a subscribe on your favorite podcast app leave us a review it really helps us to continue to deliver this content every wednesday for you this is mike pletz and natalie hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide
Natalie.